I'm Christina and I am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast. So welcome to Relationship Realness. This podcast is all about helping you create those long-lasting, healthy relationships that we all desire. With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. Well, hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. I feel like it has been a while, and honestly, the reason it has been a while is because I've been in a rut. I have just been in one of those complete creative blocks and burnt out. And I don't know if it's, I usually blame astrology, but to be honest, I think it's myself. Um, I've gone through a lot in the last couple of months, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. And today I want to talk about one of those downs, but ups, and it's just this constant roller coaster. And I can guarantee you at least someone out there can relate to this situation. So a couple of months ago, I posted an episode and it was titled Blood is Not Thicker Than Water or something along those lines. And I was talking about the relationship that I had with my dad or have with my dad. Um, I think I had mentioned in that episode that he was not coming to my wedding. He didn't come to my wedding and I had a lot of feelings around that and let's just kind of dive into the story and what really happened. So he didn't end up coming to my wedding. And afterwards, it was weird. It was hard. It was awkward. And he would call me and try and reach out to me. But at no point did he really show any remorse for how we got here. Um, Now, as you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, we talk about healthy relationships here. We talk about the good, the bad, the reality of things. And when I talk about the reality of relationships, it doesn't just include romantic relationships. Relationships include familial relationships. They include also co-working relationships. They include relationships with friendships. And so I just want to talk about it all. And I know that relationships with parents can be extremely difficult because We want to make our parents proud. We constantly feel the need to seek our parents' approval. Um, It's just how it's been. Society kind of creates it that way where we have to, you know, do what makes our parents happy. And I understand that. I really do. But also at the same time, there's such things as boundaries with parents as well. So going back to what happened with my dad, after the wedding, he had reached out. At no point did he apologize for what happened. And I was angry. I was really upset that he couldn't get it together to just reach out to me before my wedding and make amends. I put out many, many, many olive branches to mend the relationship between him and I prior to my wedding, and they weren't taken. And listen, if he wasn't ready, then he wasn't ready. But I had to, you know, suffer for the consequences of him not being ready. And I understand our parents are human. They are. And we should humanize them because they simply are doing the best that they can 
from their own parents, teaching them from the best that they could teach them as well. So after my wedding and having conversations with my dad, I was angry. And so I let him know that I was angry. You know, I let him know how I felt. I let him know what I needed from him. I let him know that in order for things to change, because he did want things to change. He wanted everything to just go back to normal and go back to how they were before and more or less pretend like nothing happened. Um, He never asked me any questions about my wedding. He never asked me how it was. Um, None of that. And so that was weird to me. And I told him, I said, listen, if you want things to change, you have to be the one to create that change. You have to do something different than what you've been doing this entire time because clearly it's not working, right? He was at ends with my brother and my sister and myself and what he was doing was simply not working. And I let him have it. I let him know how I felt. I set boundaries. I said, I will not have these conversations with you if you are going to raise your voice, if you are going to talk down to me, if you are going to continue to tell me that I was in the wrong. So I did. I had to set some major boundaries. And listen, we don't set boundaries to tell someone else what to do or what not to do because we cannot control what other people do or don't do. I choose to set boundaries for myself and I teach my clients to set boundaries for themselves in a way to protect their own energy and a way to say, okay, if you do X, Y, Z, I am going to react by X, Y, Z, right? Removing myself from the situation, you know, taking a step back, not communicating for a while, whatever that looks like. I set boundaries for myself because The only person that we can control at the end of the day is ourselves, right? So I set that boundary with him, okay? And, you know, a couple of days pass by and I don't really hear from him aside. He's he's one to send very – send emojis just to communicate and or send random YouTube links to random videos to communicate, but it's never something of substance, A couple days more pass and I get a text from my brother that my dad booked a flight, that he booked a flight to come to Seattle to attend my brother's graduation. Now, of course, I have mixed feelings about this. Um, A part of me was excited that he was creating the change that I told him he needed to create, right? During those conversations I was having with him, I said, listen, You have never come to visit us, never seen the life that we have created. Um, We all live out of state from where he lives. And I've lived out of the house since I was 18 years old. I've lived in New York. I've lived now in Seattle. And not once has he seen the world and the beautiful life that I have been able to create without him. And I've done all on my own without his help or support or anything. And the fact that he booked a flight, like, great, Amazing. One step in the right direction. And the one question I continued to get over and over and over again from people, from friends, from my partner, from everybody was, aren't you mad that he's now coming to your brother's law school graduation, but he couldn't come to your wedding? And, you know, of course, of course, that makes me mad. Of course, it hurts me. 
of course it stings and makes me feel some type of way. But the only way that I can move forward is to forgive. The only way that I can move forward is to focus on the things that I have control over, like I said, and that is how I feel and what I can do moving forward. And so I tell people, listen, I chose to lean into forgiveness. I'm choosing to let go of my anger towards him um, because if things can change, then I want to give them the space to change. If he's taking those steps, then I'm going to make space for those steps to be taken. It doesn't mean I'm opening up my heart and being like, oh my gosh, everything is better. Everything is so much more amazing now. Everything is going to be different. No, it's not like that at all. I was just not wanting to hold on to the hurt, pain, and anger any longer because who does it hurt at the end of the day? It doesn't hurt my dad. It hurts me. It's heavy, heavy carrying around that anger. It's heavy carrying around resentment for someone. And so I choose to forgive for myself, um, to let myself free from those feelings. I don't choose to forgive for the person who hurt me. And it doesn't mean that it makes everything that he did okay, or it doesn't mean that everything that happened gets erased. Of course not. So I did. I leaned into forgiveness and, you know, I put my anger aside and I welcomed him with open arms, right? He came to town, had conversations. I was the one who ended up picking him up from the airport, of course. And, you know, we talked, but you know what? (laughs) Not once did he ask me any questions about my wedding. Not once did he ask me, you know, how it felt to be married. Not once did he ask me any questions about my husband. It was more like we talked a lot about work and business and his work and his business. Um, And you know what? I thought about it. I was like, why isn't he bringing it up? Why isn't he even asking, right? And I had a conversation with my husband about it too. And my husband said, you know what? I think he's embarrassed. And I think that it's too painful for him to even bring it up, for him to talk about it, because he missed a huge milestone of your life. And by him talking about it and by him asking you about it, it makes it really, really real. And I agreed. I think that's very true. We avoid the things that we don't want to talk about because they are painful, they are hurtful, we're embarrassed, whatever the case may be. But you know what? It didn't change the fact that I noticed, I noticed that he didn't bring it up. I didn't say anything, of course, because it was my brother's weekend. And I really, really, really did not want to make it about me. But you know what, you guys? (laughs) I had a moment. I definitely had a moment. And it was that moment where we were sitting at my brother's graduation in the stands, okay? And I'm sitting next to my dad and he's taking photos and he's so excited and he's happy and he's proud and, you know, he's zooming in on my brother because, you know, taking pictures, of course, and getting, you know, getting all of the content, let's just say. Um, and then he leans to me and he's like, do you think I should, you know, get him a gift or something? And for some reason, 
actually, I know the reason. (laughs) In that moment, my body like reacted and I like got super anxious and super upset. And we were all taking photos after the ceremony at my brother's graduation. And I just couldn't, I couldn't put on that happy face because, you know, it was hurtful. It was so hurtful seeing him be so excited for my brother and be so happy for him when I couldn't experience that at a major milestone in my life too. And you know what? Some might say that it was selfish of me, but you know what? I'm freaking human. I'm human and I had feelings in that moment. And so my excuse to jet out before the tears started flowing was I turned to my husband and I said, we have to go walk the dog before we go to brunch. So we left and we went to go walk the dog. And the minute I got in the car, I just started bawling. I just started crying because my feelings were hurt because I want to feel important too. You know, I want my milestones to be celebrated too. And it was just hard. It was really hard. And I will always keep it real and I was always keep it honest with you. Um, familial relationships are really difficult. And you know what? No matter the amount of forgiveness that I had had for him, no matter the amount of letting go of the anger and the pain and the hurt and trying to be the bigger person, um, it, it, it doesn't take away your feelings. It doesn't take away the emotions that you have still there under the surface. But what makes the difference is how you move through them instead of just suppress them. So I let it out. I did. I cried to my husband. I I said everything that I needed to say. I got it off my chest and I didn't just answer with, I'm fine. It's okay. No, I'm good. Right? I really talked about it and I had to get it out of my system. And now we're here. <laughs> A couple of weeks have passed since my dad left and the only phone call I have gotten from him so far is him asking me relationship advice for his own relationship. And now listen, I know that that's his way to connect with me. Um, but it doesn't, you know, it's it's as if I had looked at this huge pivotal moment of him coming and seeing my apartment and seeing the life that I've created. And we crave our parents' approval, like I said, right? All I wanted to hear from him was, wow. I'm so proud of you. Wow. This is amazing, the life you've created. Wow. Like you have done such a good job and created this beautiful life for yourself. But did I get any of that? No, I didn't. It was honestly very anticlimactic. And I genuinely, genuinely think it's because you can't change who you really are, right? He's doing his best. I know that him coming here to visit was a huge step out of his comfort zone. A hundred percent. I know. The 15 jello shots. Yeah, you heard me right. Jello shots that were taken at the bar. I don't know why that was his drink of choice. Someone please tell me why. It's like he was stuck in like 1985 or something. But you know what? I know how hard it was for him because I can empathize. I can empathize with how it felt for him to do something different and step out of his comfort zone and fly. He doesn't travel. I think the last time he even traveled was five years ago. Um, I can empathize with that. But there's, you know, 
a fine line. Of course, I can empathize, but it doesn't take away my own hurt. It doesn't take away my own pain. It doesn't take away my own feelings from that situation. So you know what? I think about it and I feel them and I understand them and I accept them. The hardest part about dealing with parent relationships is having to accept who your parents really are and sometimes learning how to navigate those relationships, knowing that they're doing their best, knowing that you're doing your best and having to truly just accept them for who they are and really leaning into the fact that maybe they will never change, right? Yes, we can take baby steps and yes, they can do things a little bit differently through having hard conversations and setting boundaries. But you know what? Some things will never change. And you know what? As much as I wanted him to tell me that he was proud of me, as much as I wanted him to approve of the life that I've built and compliment this beautiful world that, you know, I've been able to create without him, as nice as that would have been to hear, I don't need it. I wanted it, but I don't need it because I can tell myself that I'm proud of myself because I am. I can tell myself how beautiful this life is that I have created for myself because it is. And you know what's even better is I did it on my own. I did it without him at all along the way. And I really did it. And there's something more powerful and more beautiful and amazing and magical about the fact that I can be proud of my own accomplishments and not seek anybody else's approval. Because the only person whose approval that matters at the end of the day is my own. And I think that it's a really hard concept to grasp is knowing that I get to create my own reality and I get to be proud of my own accomplishments because, of course, it's nice to have someone else's approval and validation and everybody else around you. But if you don't believe it yourself, if you can't give it to yourself, does it even really matter what anybody else thinks, right? Because they can say it to you, but are you going to believe it even more than if you were to truly, genuinely, in your heart, in your soul, in your gut, believe it yourself? I don't know. I don't think so. And I think I'm learning that the hard way. But you know what? That's okay. We learn everything the hard way. <laughs> I guess that's just part of life. Um. Anyways, I guess the point of this episode is just to tell you that you can be your own hype man. You can be proud of your own accomplishments. And yes, we can empathize with other people and what they've experienced and who they are. But you know what? We get to protect our own energy at the end of the day. And we get to protect how we react to certain people and how they affect us in our lives. Because I get to be in the driver's seat of my own destiny and I get to be in the driver's seat of my feelings and I get to be in the driver's seat of my emotions. And so do all of you. Don't ever let anybody, no matter what has happened in your life, no matter what role they play in your life, you are the main character. And so you get to create your own reality. If you have to forgive, then forgive. If you have to let go of anger, let go of anger, right? If you have to empathize with someone else, do it. But at the end of the day, do it for you and don't do it for anybody else, okay? Well, 
that was an episode. That was a heavy, very deeply personal mm, episode. But you know what? That's okay. That's what I'm here for, to give you guys all of the good, all of the bad, and all of the reality when it comes to relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. So I am so excited to be back recording regularly. I have some super, super exciting ideas and episodes and things that I want to be able to provide for you. Um, Don't forget to give me a follow on Instagram or TikTok. Instagram, my handle is The Relationship Boss. TikTok, my handle is Relationship Boss. Um, I love you all so much. And I will chat with you all next week. So have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night, whatever time your beautiful soul is listening to this. And I will talk to you soon, my loves.